Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 9, Episode 10. I'm Jack. I'm ASD. Now, no game to cover, which no. is actually well, a ble- we, blessing in disguise, right? What happened last week? Uh, I was off. I had a few days holiday. Oh, so, uh, uh, you know, more, where, where more, important, you? more important things. That I wasn't on holiday. No, no, I was, I was at home doing jobs. Oh, nice. So, living the, the, the adult life. <laughs> no, he's, he keeps sick. rejecting me. Um, so, the speculation <laughs> continues this week over the future of Potch. Um, are you Potch in? Are you Potch out? Has your mind changed the over the last few weeks? I'm Potch in. But someone said something on Twitter, which I haven't been able to get out of my head. He said, like, we're acting like a small, a small team, a small club, by just putting all our faith behind the manager who's failing. And do you know who I'm out? I'm, I'm Levy out, which might be ridiculous. I don't, think, I don't think it is. I think that as an owner, as a chairman, sorry, he's probably taken Spurs as far as he can take us. Like, he... He gets the rep that we have, that he doesn't want to spend any money. We've spent money. We have. Like, yeah. It's not as if we've spent nothing. We invested quite heavily in the summer, yeah. and it hasn't gone well. But I think for the level well, of investment that you, you need... We're 14th in the league. It's we're, not about two players, though. No, but I think the, the, think the players we've brought in in the summer have not... The, the amount we've spent... It's a weird one, Tottenham. I feel like we take the longest for a new signing to do anything. Yeah, like all the other. I know that there there is the sense of it's it's not like FIFA. You're not just buying someone. There's all the stuff that goes with bringing someone in from abroad. All that stuff. I get that, but like, it feels like all the other top sides they go and they spend big, and that plays in the and they're just they're just away and they're running. This is my this is the sole reason I'm levy out is I think the way he does deals is doing us bad, because like Lacelso was the last day, and Don Belly was late. So we could have had an extra three months mm. with those players, which is now, you know, mm. September, October, November. That, that's now. Mm. So uh, that's why I think his, his miserliness... I, you read that story about um, uh, the guy who he bought Modric off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, you know, he, he, uh, the guy asked him for some Tottenham shirts as part of the deal and Levy took mm. it off the Mod. It's, it's that sort of attitude. Was it you that was saying that the reason that you think that he does the deals late was that you? Maybe I was like, it might be. I think it might be Mr. El Senior. Oh God! At the Sheffield United game. I can't was, believe you're confusing uh, me. With I think uh, similar ages. Um, <laughs> I think that he was saying to me that he thinks the reason we do the business so late is if we bring somebody in in the start of July, he's going to pay him six weeks' wages before they've done anything. I think I'm, I'm not sure about it's that. It's an interesting view. That it's an interesting view, but I think he would. Would you pay? Would he pay that much money to be now fifth in the league? Probably, mm. you know. I think it's just because he's using time as a, a forcing negotiation factor. Mm. Anyway, I'm watching. This West Ham game is going to be horrible. Cause I think we're going to lose before we get there. But I think that's going to make people so emotional. I think mm. the plan. He's talked about the fact he he might go. You know, he talks about that in the Champions League. He told us about. Was he wrong to say that? I think he was maybe too open and honest. I think it's maybe he's just going. You know, I don't know if I'll leave. I don't or know. Was it was it a serious comment or was it a bit of a tongue in cheek? Like if I win the Champions League, I have to go because the expectation for what I've been working with is then too. Do you know what I mean? It, it was a fair. Mm. Sta- I still think it's a fair statement that he made that if I win the Champions League with Tottenham on this budget and all these other circumstances, what can I, I have to go because then people are expecting me to do that every year and that there's just no. So I think it's a fair statement, but. It, even at the time it felt a bit of a strange thing to say and I don't know if it was one of them things that was maybe a little bit lost in translation mm. because he, he makes his comments Pochettino sometimes and 
is you sometimes think, well, that's a bit of an odd thing to say. But I don't nev- yeah. necessarily know if he means if the direct translation is bang on what he's trying to say. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, I'm still potch in, but I am now. I'm at, I'm at the point with it that if my phone goes and I see we've he's gone, I I'll be like okay. Whereas I think. A month ago, maybe a bit longer than that ago, if that happened, I'd have been fuming. I'd be on, what are we playing at? Yeah. Whereas I'm a little bit like now, I want him to stay. If we get rid of him, I, okay, I get it. I'm not going to massively kick off about it because I look at where we are in the league and I look at this campaign near enough being a write-off. Yeah. We, we are, we've still just got enough time to fix it because we're only five points off fifth. Yeah. The top four is 11, 12 points. There's still a long way in the season to go. We'd have to really turn it around. But I think if we go another three, four games and that gap gets bigger, that then that'll yeah. pretty much be gone. Um, so my mind hasn't changed. I'm still potch in. But if he if he walks or if he's sacked, mm. I understand it. Um, some interesting stuff flying around um, in the media about it, saying that potch is ready to go, but. He doesn't want to walk because he, you know, he's on a long, con- a wealthy mm. contract. Yeah. So he wants, he, he, almost, he wants the payoff. You know, he's probably not going to resign. Mm. Can't blame him for that. Levy obviously doesn't want to fire him because of that. Twelve million. Because it's going to cost him a fortune in, ter- in manager's terms. Yeah. Like it's a fortune to get someone. Where's out. this news coming from? Um, it's just, it's Talksport. Don't oh. judge. I am the, the, the you know the the other newspapers, the Sunday Supplement. It's oh, the it's the you know it's these yeah. it's these shows. It's bollocks. Um, as is most stuff that we read, right? Yeah. Um, the strange position that we are in Tottenham is that if Pochettino goes, there are half a dozen elite sides that will want him. We've always said this. He'll go up. We'll have a lesser manager. And, and That's that, what will happen. And it's a strange situation because you think of all the other managers. You think of Solskjaer, you think of Emery. If they go, you're not going to get elite sides thinking, I'm going to make a change to get him. That mm. won't happen. Whereas yeah. it's a really unique thing with Pochettino. I'm still Poch in. I think a bad loss at West Ham could spell the end for him. Maybe not in terms of he's actually our yeah, manager, but I think, yeah, yeah. I think that got, a lot yeah. of fans on the fence, if we went to West Ham and lost 3-0, I Oof. think a lot of fans would say, that's it, gone. Yes, it'd be an emotional reaction, but I think that that's the kind of game that can just tip someone over the edge to say that's it. I totally agree, and it's good that they're not in charge of the, the hiring and firing mm-hmm. policy of managers. My my challenge with them is we get Mourinho. Let's talk about Mourinho. Jose, not Jose, because he's Portuguese, not Spanish. Jose Mourinho comes in. Is he going to make Jan get that yard back, or even Harry? Harry's lost a mm-hmm. yard since since he, his injury. Is he going to no? Is he going to get Ericsson sign a new contract? No. <coughs> is well, he going to make Rose a better left back? No. So it's the case, isn't it, right? If he goes, who are you going to bring that's better? That's what everybody says. Yeah. How, how are you going to improve? So there's a number of names that are being touted around as yeah. potential targets for Spurs. And this is looking at the odds one. Bookies are normally not a million miles away yeah, yeah, from this stuff. They, they normally got a pretty yeah. good guide. So these are... Eight, eight managers. Yeah. So I'm going to make these statements, and I'd just like you to score roughly out of ten. How happy you would be? Ten being absolutely buzzing. Yeah. One, I'm distraught. So Pochettino's replaced by Max Allegri. Former Juventus. Do you know what? I take joined. it. I take it. You where mean, would you score? Where would you put? If we got Allegri for Pochettino, yeah. how would you? Where would you score that? Assuming I'm going to put everyone at every element yeah. of the scale, I'd be a nine. So that that would be a pretty good bit of business, Re- no, you know. If we want to be a big team, we have to yeah. have a big manager. Poch is replaced by Luis Enrique. Bothered? I'm not bothered. No, no. Yeah, I don't want that. 
In, in what sense? What are the doubts there? Well, there's a lot of differences between... La Liga winner? I mean, you look at Ronaldo's scoring record in Italy versus La Liga, and it shows you how easy it is to be outside the top three or four teams. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a La Liga winner, but he also had the best player in the world underneath him and loads of money to pay him. And I, I just don't, I just don't see it. I'm really happy to be wrong. I'm five. I don't know enough about him outside of that environment. Um, Pochettino is replaced by Carlo Ancelotti. Do you know what? I'm a seven or an eight. Like that, that is quite good actually. But what I think we need is we need that. Um, you know, we need a man. We need a David Moyes manager who just goes in, makes a massive mistake, mess mm. like uh, Team America. You know, when he goes outside the bar and he's at his lowest, he's just vomiting everywhere. We need that because you want Sherwood back in then. Sherwood just to go. <laughs> this is a moral detritus. Let's get someone who knows what they're doing. Let's just that wipe the chaos. Team. That was yeah. Um, Pochettino's replaced by Mourinho. Two, because Mourinho's a proven winner five years ago. I think he peaked with Milan, you know, the treble, who we then battered in the Champions League mm. after he left. Um, Chelsea, but his, his way of playing, he's gone. His way of playing, which was very defensive, we are in our little um, castle and everyone hates us, that was a direct response to the tiki-taka. Tiki-taka doesn't exist yeah. anymore. Like, the, the Barcelona way of strangling a team... You have a look at um, Guardioli, he doesn't do that anymore. Mm. It's a much faster press, it moves up the pitch way quicker. Mm. So I don't think it's only really Barcelona works. that's still playing that way, Even don't they? Even then, it's not the same. And you needed Iniesta, Xavi, Messi, uh, what's his the defensive midfielder? Busquets. Busquets. You needed them to do that, and I don't think. So, Marin, we'll talk about Mourinho. Yeah. We'll do this first and we'll come back to Mourinho. You haven't Mourinho. given your scores for any of these. Um, I'm just interested in what okay. you think first. Um, Pochettino is replaced by Eddie Howe. I think there's a reason he's still where he is. I thought he'd be good. He'd be great for us when Poch came in. Mm. He's got no big game experience. Would he go to a big? Would he go to a big team? No, I don't. Mm. I, I don't see it. I think he's found his level. Where would you score? Would you score that less than Mourinho? Then you gave Mourinho a two. I know. I give him a four because I think he might be right. Okay, interesting. Um, this is one that I, do, I would just don't think would happen. Poch is replaced by Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean. He's perfect for Leicester because they're a bit of a joke club. Like they think they're bigger than they are. They have won the Premier League. Congratulations, blah blah blah. He's an idiot, but he's getting results. Like Vardy, Vardy's conversion ratio is better than anyone else in the Premier League. You talk about you know like, he is a manager for me that that gets the maximum out of the players he's got. Rogers, I think he, I really rate him. I think he's excellent. I think he. He should have won the league at Liverpool. That would be didn't. a massive regret. He should have won that. But look at what he's doing at Leicester. They're flying. Leicester are amazing. Flying. Leicester and Chelsea are my favourite teams to watch this season. And imagine that. Do you know how hard that is for me to say that? Mm. Uh, so, but my problem with him is it's all about him. Mm. It's all about him. So where where would he be on that on that one ten scale? Interesting. These last two are a little bit left field, but they are bookies about 16, 16 to one, twenty to one. Pochettino is replaced by Gareth Southgate. I'd take it. What, what about Southgate taking over? I take yeah, because I tell you why <laughs> is he has a really he's got this amazing light touch where he goes in a bit like Pochettino and did said I'm yeah. going to be very transparent. Being an international manager is so hard, especially for England where the expectations are so high. He had a really toxic culture to get rid of. Mm. What, what does that remind mm. you of? I'm big respect, and I've walked past his house and it's it's. I, I really quite, like Southgate. I'm, I think, he's I think very, he plays good positive football. Yeah. I think he's good at. Like you say, having a sense of togetherness, England has been chaos for decades, yeah. and we seem to have brought that you know that 
the, the club rivalry set aside. Nervous has been the Sterling and Gomez stuff, but he's dealt with it rightly or wrongly. Yeah, yeah. He's dealt with it. I think he was a little bit over the top of it, but it's done. It's dusted, and we move on. Where would you, where are you scoring Southgate then on that scale? Eight, nine, seven, seven, eight. You know. And then Second finally, choice. this was one that a few oh, weeks ago I, I put out on. Uh, if you're our, say Allardyce. No, no, no. This is out. one that I um, put out on our pod group a few weeks ago, and I was slated for it. But the bookies is twenty to one. Pochettino is replaced by Steven Gerrard. I mean, that's mental. What's he done? Is it purely what's he done? lack of experience? Do you want the Solskjaer? Well, I think with Gerrard, he's taken a bang average range team. He's made them title contenders. And I think that's the league That's the league he's in. You know, Scottish football is obviously not the same as English football, but you can only beat what's in front of you and be good at what's in front of you. Look at what he's doing in Europe. He's got them through in Europe. They, you know, they went and drew away in Porto. I've just read Crouchy's book and he, he talk every chapter is uh, like it's how to be a footballer so he talks about something and, yeah. and he uses Gerard as an example in most chapters as the perfect footballer about how he just studies football and his standards are so high maybe I just can't stand the man I think Steve Jab will go on to, be, to have a really good managerial career. The problem, I think, would be if we brought him in, is if at any point ever that Liverpool job came up, he's out the door, he's, he's going. Even if Tottenham are top yeah. and Liverpool bottom, and you have, he's going, you know, that's... So re, that's the only... I think a lot of Premier League sides, if you're mid-tier, you probably wouldn't worry about it, yeah, but yeah. decent Prem sides would think, oh, the problem with Gerald is I'll get him, he's a stepping stone to Liverpool. Yeah. Um, where would you score that? Or is that not, you're not having that one? Do you want a six? More than Eddie Howe, to be honest. Which yeah. is so, uh, of all of those managers that we've talked about, Allegri is your Allegri is my number highest one. one. And then we've got Ancelotti and Southgate at seven. So, Proven they're managers. sort of the top three. Big team, top big, three. big team players. Now, I want to talk about Mourinho. Um, from what I've seen on social media, nobody wants him. Absolutely <laughs> nobody want, wants to go anywhere near him. Now, I'm not saying that he is my number one choice if Poch goes. Yeah. However, I'm not against the idea of us interviewing him, talking to him and seriously considering him yep. to be our next manager. The United... People, people forget about his spelt Man United. He won the FA Cup, mm. won the Europa League, finished runner, runners-up. So, you look where United are now. It's three years. I think It'll be a three-year project. I, I actually think he did a decent job at United. I think the problem with him is... is towards the end of all of his reigns, he gets ugly and he gets messy. Mm. And if you bring him in you're going to get that. That's yeah. absolutely guaranteed. Everywhere he's been, the, the, when he's been sacked, it has been an absolute mess. And that season for the club has near enough been a write-off. But he, he gets the job done. That's the thing. He's a proven winner. Even with that poor United team, he's won an FA Cup, he's won Europa League, he's finished second, you know? If mm-hmm. I said to you, we'll bring Mourinho in, and in the next three years, we'll win a domestic trophy, a European trophy, and we'll finish runner-up. Obviously, I'll take that. That's crazy. And so... the thing is with, with Mourinho is, I know you can say, how can you guarantee that? But I think you near enough can guarantee if he comes in and he's got a decent budget and a decent squad, which he would have at Spurs. You're convincing me and it's you know, I, 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 I do think that he's, again, he's not my number one, but I do think that's a manager you've got to consider. I think the root of someone completely different to Potch is what we should do. I, but, yeah. I don't think we should now go out and try and find another Pochettino. Yeah. Because I think we've, we've had, this is all speaking as if he's already gone, which he hasn't. But if he goes, we've sort of had that period with him, which has been absolutely incredible. The best period of watching Spurs I've ever seen. You're not going to find a better version of Pochettino. 
No, so if you try true. and find someone that is exactly the same, I don't think it will work. I think you probably would need somebody to come in and be a little bit more raw with an iron fist. I think we would probably need that. Whether yeah. or not we would go down that route, I still could not... I cannot picture Mourinho as our manager. I can near enough picture all the others. Mm. I just can't see it with Mourinho. I don't know what it is. I just don't think that he will be what Levy goes for no. if Poch goes. I think he'd be really expensive as well. To- what I'd love Pochettino is in January go right Ericsson Jan you're going for me to show his credentials as a manager who wants this job he just have to go Toby Jan Ericsson you're either going or not playing and I'm going to commit to this new team and I'm going to buy players to make up for the fact we didn't buy anyone last year what the situation we're in now is entirely predictable it's because we didn't buy and we didn't develop the team is that when we went through that team from 2015 16 yeah. and we've only got two differences that's yeah. the problem yeah. which is partially his fault but partially Levy's fault which is my issue yeah. I don't think it's the management you know you can talk about his tactics now he makes substitutions early he got through to the Champions League final with a squad that is now 15th in the Premier League what, mm. you know I, I think when you take the Tottenham job as well the same as any job you know what you're getting into yeah. And I think the Tottenham job is one of the most obvious jobs in world football in terms of you know you're going to go in, you're going to have a limited budget and the expectations are going to be high. Yeah. That, that has always been that. If we go back 20 years, it was that. So I don't think it's a case of he would have been promised the world and not... I'm sure he would have probably been promised a couple more players or a bit more money. But I don't think that actually what Pochettino's experiencing is that far from what he surely would have expected going into it Um, and I think whatever new manager comes in that's going to be the challenge would any of these heavyweights that we've talked about the Allegri's the Ancelotti's the Mourinho's would they be willing to come in and operate in that restricted with those restricted budgets I don't know if they will so it could be a case where leave his hands almost forced where it's like okay, if I do really want Spurs to kick on, I'm going to have to open. Yeah. And if that is his mindset, let Pochettino do it. Yeah, That's my view. Agree. If you're going to give him money, if you're going to give, if you're going to give any manager the licence to turn the squad over, is 200 million. I want Poch to do it. Oh, yeah. Surely he's earned the right. Yeah, yeah. Granted, we're 14th in the league and that is not good enough, but I still believe he's earned the right to do that. And I'd just be shocked if Allegri, Enrique, and these guys come in and they don't do that because it always happens doesn't it it's it always happens he's earned the right if I anyone so. has earned the right we say Mourinho's earned the right for his previous achievements but they didn't do it with Tottenham they did it with massive budgets maybe with Porto but that was years and years and years ago Pochettino has taken us or developed this squad beyond any what anyone thought they could be so yeah I'm but the, the, the difficulty we have is that a squad rebuild as Alex Ferguson has always said it should be done window on window and it should be a gradual thing so you don't really see it whereas yeah. because we've not been able to do that it's going to probably take us this season and maybe even next season to get back to where we were and it's whether or not as supporters we can be patient enough as players they're going to be patient enough yeah. Harry Kane's 26 you're going to, can you turn around to him now and say it's going to take us two seasons to get back to where we were challenging whereas that, that's a guy that's ready to win the Premier League and ready Mate, to win everything. If, if I was him and Bayern Munich came in and said, Lewandowski is going to retire, we want you mm. 300 grand a week, come and live in, in Munich, amazing city, I would do it. The thing, the thing that with Kane is he doesn't necessarily strike me as somebody that wants to maybe go and play abroad. Like, he strikes me as quite a homely kind of person. City yeah. would be a worry for me because yeah, I've watched Aguero, Aguero this season He's still a quality player, but you can see there's a couple of early signs yeah, yeah. that he's start, He's 30, 31, is yeah. he? His early signs, he's starting to go. I mean, if they could say, right, let's go and bring Kane in, 
it would be 27 oh, next year where you can have five, six years out of him. That's my worry you, that City coming from all, mate, or even Liverpool. You ask Kane how many Premier League goals he scored, how many Champions League goals he scored, how many England goals he scored, he will know exactly. Mm. That man wants achievements, that man wants goals and um, I, th- I think he wants to be competitive and I think he wants to win things. So my, that's my worry with Kane is that we finish this season 12th or whatever and don't win anything. I think the only thing that could tempt him to stay... If we were to be able to pull off a miracle and win the FA Cup or win the Champions League, neither of which I think we will do, and we finish 10th, there might just be enough glimmer of, look, the league campaign was terrible, we've got that trophy. Yeah. I think he's probably he's one of the few players that would stay for a 10th place in an FA Cup. Whereas like the foreign players, I think, would be, I, don't, I want the Champions League. Do you know what I mean? He, he's, yeah, yeah, no, that, no. he's that English player, isn't he? I worry about Kane going... Can we, uh, we're losing a record, so you've seen that, so we're not getting a trophy this decade now, we're guaranteed not to get a trophy, and so we're, we're Man United since the 50, we're the only team since the 50s to win a trophy wow. every decade. So I that's saw a thing on Twitter which was like, it looked at each decade, and yeah. it was like, how many trophies won it? It just goes down, 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 it's down, down. But you know what? Trophies are hard to win now. And we've said this, I've controversially said this, that the League Cup and the FA Cup are the most pointless trophies. They don't mean anything anymore to players, to clubs. It, it doesn't matter. It's the league and the Champions League that really... It's true. And like the, to be honest, the Europa League is probably higher than the FA Cup. As supporters, whether or not we agree with that, I don't know. I don't think See. supporters do. But I think a player would rather win a European trophy than a domestic one. So... I was with you because I think the money comes from the Premier League and the Champions League, right? That's why those two are so important. Um, but you have to win the Europa League to turn a profit from the Europa League. Like, the money just covers you. So, I'm not sure that... I'd be interested to know from a player. And, and the, and the player. Europa League. I think the Europa League win would mean more to a club because that's Champions League qualification too. Isn't the FA Cup? Okay. No. All so right. you know, I've been. You never know. We could end up in the Europa League if it all falls apart in the Champions League. That's what BT Sport predicted. Um, let's move on. Let's yeah. talk um, about the Premier League on a wider scale. So it's been a very, very interesting season so far. Yeah. That's fine. Interesting season so far with a lot of teams underperforming, surprise teams. You always get players that from out of nowhere just look like superstars. Um, so let's have a chat about a Premier League team of the season so far. Then, so you can have any player from any club. No Spurs players. There are, there are none in mine. There are none. Um, but it's just quite interesting because, I mean, I looked at all of these players that I've got in and there's probably two that I would have said at the end of last season they could be in my Premier League team yeah. for next season, which is amazing. So this is the side I've gone for. So it's a 4-3-3 formation. Yeah. So I've gone for... Right, I can do this yet, sorry. I've gone for Nick Pope of Burnley. Yes. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Solid, clean sheets. You know, he's, he's really challenging Pickford now for that England number one slot. Yes, I know it wasn't... Yeah, um, so I think he's looked really, really solid in goal. There, are, of course, there are some other goalkeepers that you could put in consideration for it, but I think he's probably been the most consistent. Right back, I've gone with Pereira of Leicester. Yeah, who's just been an absolute oh, machine. Like it's literally like the guy didn't make mistakes. Like he scores goals, he creates fantastic modern day right back. Yeah, I've gone for Ben Chilwell again of Leicester at left yeah, back. Yeah, he's been brilliant, consistent, like real, real top, top left back. He's looking like. Yeah. Um, and then my two centre-halves, I've gone for Tamori of Chelsea. So this is a guy who was at Derby last year. He's come into the Premier League. He's 20, 21 years of age. He looks like he's been playing the Premier League for 10 years. Mm. He's so composed on the ball. English as well. That is going to be a real, real yeah. top centre-half. We probably already is. And then alongside him, I've gone Johnny Evans. So I've actually got three Leicester. Well, I was going to go the other Leicester centre-back, the one who scored on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. But I... 
I've always quite liked Johnny Evans. He's just a solid player. He just knows how to get stuff done. He knows what his limitations are. He doesn't try anything fancy. He's yeah. just an old school. Well, there's room to see you in I can understand that, to be honest. You know, he's a, he's a good player. He can play. Won titles, won Champions Leagues. Mm-hmm. That's my back four. Then my three central midfielders, I've gone with uh, Fabinho, just sat yeah, in front of the back four. What a player. Mm-hmm. Absolutely brilliant player. I wasn't sure when that, when Liverpool first signed him. I was like, I'm not really... Yeah. I don't quite get what he does, but he's looked an absolute superstar in there. And then two other central midfielders. The first one's Mason Mount. Brilliant. Again, at Derby, Derby. last year. Yeah. Young English, scores goals, gets assists, compress. It, it literally just looks like the... A complete midfielder, mm. brilliant. The next one is um, John Lundstrom of Sheffield United. Interesting. Who I've I've never heard of him before this season. He's played football in the lower leagues. He just looks like an again a superstar. It's mad to say it, but this is a player that again he knows what he's good at. He knows what his job is in the Sheffield United team, yeah, yeah. and is efficient in everything he does. S- scores goals, gets in the box, Mate, makes tackles. Yeah. You know, like it's the, an old school oh, box to box midfielder. I was going to put. Um, Harry, have we got Harry Wilson? What of uh, Bournemouth? Oh no, I'm thinking someone. Who's the United Welsh nippy winger? Oh, um, not Harry Wilson. James. Sorry, James. Yeah, he's been brilliant. He's been good because there's not many pace merchants. Yeah, and I think yeah. that still terrifies people. Yeah. Um, and then my front three: Sadio Mane off one side. I mean, you'd probably say he's probably been the best player in the league this season. So he has. He's a massive cheat. He's a massive cheat. He he puts his foot in places to get kicked. Mm. And he's a little violent little scroll. I think he's he's an underrated prick. The thing, the, thing, the thing is with him, he's no different to what Robert Perez was doing in the early 2000s at Arsenal. Anticipate the contact, move your body in the way, feel it go down. Unfortunately, it's what the game is now. Yeah, yeah, the, no, he's the, the, the dive at Villa... It's disgusting. ...was shocking. The penalty against us is clever play. Yeah. Lamella did the same it's clever play Um, he's been outstanding on the other side on the left Sterling Sterling he's my player he's my favourite player in the Premier League to watch he's unbelievable like he could not hit a barn door he could not shoot and now he's just and he's making the right decisions he's going to be world class I think he already is I think if you were doing a world 11 put Sterling in there I would have Sterling in it he's City's best player now. I, re- I really do think that I think I'd ra- I'd have him over Hazard I've ha- I'd have him over Neymar do you know what he's one of them players I'd have him over Bale you know there aren't there aren't you're right I can't really think of anybody who I'd rather have than Sterling I'd, I agree he's he does some stuff that no one else can really do and um, yeah I don't think he's very good against the the farmers that he's been playing for England, mm. but you have him in any Champions League game. I'd, I'd play him in any Champions League game. Well, look what he did against us. Sensational yeah, player. Brilliant. Um, and then up front, I've got Tammy Abraham. Brilliant. Now, I was torn between Abraham and Vardy because Vardy this season has been he's scoring for fun. Yeah. He looks lethal. But Abraham, just for the fact that this is his first season in the Prem, he's coming into a team in transition yeah, with yeah. not a lot of experience. And the... What I like about him is all the different types of goals. If you think of Vardy, I don't mean this disrespectfully to him, you he's imagine a Vardy goal yeah, and straight away you're thinking he's running behind and it's a ball over yeah, the top yeah. and he's finishing it. Yeah. Abraham can score that goal. He can score long range. He can score headers. Yeah, like, he's no. clever. He is a real, real top centre forward. Yeah. There's some nonsense people saying, oh, you know, is he going to challenge Kane? No, no. he's not. He's <laughs> no. not. Maybe if you go to two up, you could bring Abraham in to the England side. He's not, he's not yeah, that yeah. good. He's not that good. He's Andy Murray, isn't he? He's really, 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 really good. But he's just active in the time when there are better yeah. people. And he's young as well. Yeah. I'd also put Hudson-Odoi 
And he's been brilliant. It's Chelsea and Liverpool. It's Chelsea and... It is. It's interesting there's only one City player in there. And there's no Wolves player, because you loved Wolves last year. But I that... did, but I also said at the end of last season, I thought Wolves would be in a little bit of trouble this year mm. with the Europa League. And Europa again, League. They, they had a lot of lone players who they bought, but they mm. haven't necessarily strengthened. Mm. Um, but they've got a good manager. He's the, he's the one manager that I'm surprised I've not heard him being touted around for our job. Yeah. Because that's the kind of guy that Levy would always go for. Yeah. Um, but we'll see that. Right. Uh, what, are, are there any names that you would have yeah, in I'd, over any of them? Madison was the other one where I was like, could he come into midfield for somebody? But I thought yeah. Mount and Lundstrom probably deserved to be in there. I mean, I've talked about them. Um, Harry Wilson as well. I think he's been brilliant. But mm. yeah, it's, it's crazy how good they've been. Mm. You've got a quiz. Can I talk about two other things first? Oh, of course you can. Uh, so... The, the North London derby happened yesterday 38,000 amazing I, w- I watched it on BT brilliant the yeah. new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium whatever it's called Tottenham women we lost 2-0 to Arsenal women um, there's a picture that I saw on Twitter that I retweeted of a British family but you know headscarves mm. um, a family which I don't think I would have seen at White Hart Lane and I don't like the stadium because it a lot of what I loved is gone but if what I loved that male aggressive quite nasty mm. atmosphere if that had to die for people for more families and people from the local area to be involved I'm all for it mm. you know I was, I was really quite moved by the fact that they went to their first game and it feels quite patronising I, I don't mean it to be I just I loved what the, the stadium can bring in terms of bringing new people in, bringing families in, and the fact that it is a safer, nicer environment. Yeah. I'm all for that. But, and they played, they played well as well, Spurs. Like, yeah. I don't, you know, on another day, we had a lot of chances at nil-nil, three or four real, real good opportunities. Mm. I've, I haven't watched just much this season, I'll be honest, the women team, but the last couple of seasons I've seen a fair yeah, bit yeah, of we're us. Sponsored them. Um, we've it's always great. played 4 3 3. We played a very rigid old school 4 4 2 yesterday. Yeah. Um, and it was effective. Like Arsenal, one of the best women's side around. We really stopped them playing. Yeah. But you just have to take when you're when you're the lesser team. You have to take chances at nil nil, yeah. and, and we didn't. Um, cool. But interestingly, Karen, the manager, saying that she's hopeful that Planet White Lane becomes the norm and that kind I of attendance. How good would that be? Why not? Why not? Why not? Uh, so I would take my daughter there much more than the men's one because the men's one it's more about the crowd and the swearing and pe- but people moaning and that the negativity yeah. whereas the women's game is way more positive yeah. uh, the only other one was Wales Azerbaijan Wales won 2-0 nearly qualified we need to beat Hungary tomorrow but um, do you see the crowd shouting Wales goal for Madrid to bail Wales goal no, for Madrid really? yeah because he loves he loves playing for well, Wales a lot of people were like oh my god Bale's come out and said he prefers playing for Wales than Madrid What's wrong with him What's saying that? Yeah. If Kane come out and said I prefer playing for England than Spurs, I'd be like, okay. I watched the. Like, I don't have. A, I don't know no, what the problem is. I watched the Barler showing off his shirt collection, which was really nice, and he said the best shirt of all of them, and he's played with Ronaldo, mm. Messi, and everyone was his first Argentina shirt. Yeah, I, I would give anything to play for Wales. Right, my quiz, March the fourth, two thousand and seven. West Good Ham quiz. Was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, where were you, yeah. Prince Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Never mind. Um, <laughs> You will know where you were because that is West Ham 3, Tottenham 4. four. Right. The, the Eagle. Great, the Eagle. Yeah. Greatest game. Paul Terry. Yeah. So I'm going to give you both teams. You have to tell me. I'm going to miss players from both teams. All right. So I'm going to go West Ham first. Okay. Goalkeeper is missing. Then I've got four defenders. Two of them are missing. Lucas Neal, Matthew Upson at the back. Mm-hmm. Then I've got uh, four in midfield. Lee Bowyer, another one who we talked about last mm-hmm. time. And Noble and Nigel Quashie. And then up front, Marlon Harewood and someone else. So there's someone else is easy. Dreadful side. 
Bob, uh, no, Bob was more came on. He came on and scored with pretty much yeah. his first touch. But someone scored a free kick against us. Tevez. Tevez. In- can, I, can I go through the West Ham team whilst I think it's fresh in my mind? Yeah, yeah. So I think it was Rob Green in goal. It was Rob Green. So I need... Uh, two defenders. Two de- a, really, a right back and a centre half. Lucas Neal, Matthew Upson. And then a question mark and a question. Paul Koncheski. Paul Koncheski. Who scored, I think, with a, like a... A cross that went in, maybe, or a header? Sure. Okay, Paul can just the other centre-half. So it was Matthew Upson and... I don't... Maybe it was James Collins. Mm-mm. James Collins. We'll come back to that. Yeah, and then midfield, you had Lee Bowyer, someone who we talked about playing for Stoke. Matty Everington. Matty Everington. Okay, so you got it. Noble, Nigel Quashie, Marlon Hayward, Carlos Tevez. So it's just the other... I think West Ham famous cousin. Centre-half. His cousin. It wasn't Anton Ferdinand. It was, it was Anton, Anton Ferdinand, Ferdinand. brother yeah. of Rio. Brother. Is it his brother? Yeah. His cousin. Right yeah. then. Our team, you need a goalkeeper. Paul Robinson. A left back. Lee Young Pio. Oh. Then uh, in the middle, we've got Dawson and someone else. That's a bit harder. And then Chimbomba. Was it Anthony Gardner? Anthony Was Gardner. it? Yeah, mate. You know what I'm picturing? I just really vividly remember the Zamora goal and I'm just picturing because Dawson's got his hands on his yeah. head so he can't believe it, can he? <laughs> then four across, you've got Lennon. Yeah. JJ. Yeah. Tainio. Yeah. Someone else. Is it Steve Malbronk? No. Wasn't Steve Berber and Defoe up front, so you just need this. Just the left I think he was Egyptian. Hossam Ghali. Hossam Ghali. Christ, I mean, that is a dreadful it's, side, isn't imagine it? Imagine our team versus... Robinson, Chimbonda, Dawson, Gardner, Lee, Lennon, Garley, JJ, Timu, Tainio, and Berber and Defoe. We we destroy either of those teams. You know what it was? It's just a front two. When you got that, we had a good strike force back then. That was what got us out of trouble. I think we're missing we're missing a backup striker because you could bring on Defoe or Berber or both, and all three of those are completely. You had Keane, you had Bent, didn't you? Yeah. But then this is the thing. I am still a believer that Lorente should have been kept. Me too. Me too. I really am. Giroud. In January, no, 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 no. I, wouldn't, I, him I, I wouldn't go. One, one of them played for Arsenal and Chelsea. That's the difference. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, we had Gallas. I don't. The difference is, I don't think that you'd get. A, I don't think if you signed Drew, you'd be getting a motivated player. I think you'd be getting someone that knows his towards the end. It's not. Whereas Lorente, it was like a chance for him. Like yes, he was thirty-three or whatever, but it was yeah. like you're going from Swansea to Spurs now. This is a step step mm. up for you. Um, but I, I agree we could do with another centre forward there. Do you want to talk about the West Ham game then briefly? Not really. Uh, it's, it's a Monday. horrible game, it's West Ham. Game. It's it, their fans. It just it means so much to them. I hate them. I hate them. I am. Um, West Ham's my most hated game of the season. Oh, because yeah. you beat them. You, you can't enjoy it because we should be beating West Ham. Yeah. You lose them. It's just absolute hell on earth. I mean, I... I can't see us getting anything out of that. I can't even see a draw. Well, they're, they're awful at the moment as well. And they... Crap! That it'll be so emotional. I think. I think we anything can happen. I, I, we I, could go. We could go there and win three 0 It could. I it just could, can't see it. It though. could be another red star. I can't see it. Room. I mean, if you're talking who should win that game of football, two teams out of form, we've got superior quality, but we know that derbies don't work like that, no. and we've struggled against West Ham the last two or three years in all competitions. Even games we've won have not been comfortable. It's going to be a draw. It's so, a one-one draw. We're going to score first. I'd probably take a draw if you offered. That sounds so negative. No. We haven't won away in the league since January, so maybe it's not negative. Maybe it's How realistic. Good would it be, How good would it be? Well, maybe a derby game is what you need. Do you know what I mean? When we played Arsenal earlier on in the season, we looked good in that game for yeah. periods. 
So maybe that maybe you just need a dub where you know what, nothing else matters. Just go out go there, win, be yeah. responsible, beat your opposite number. Don't worry about anything, just beat your opposite number and everything else will take care of themselves. Yeah, I agree. Um, we're gonna win, we're gonna win. It's gonna be 3 0. Let's see what happens. Come but on. I mean massive week and who knows where we'll be in the league this time next week when we do the pod, who'll be in charge. God. It could be so so different it in could a week's be time. Mental, but it? Whatever does happen, remember the future's bright, the future's lily white. Come on, you Spurs. I always thought there was very, very many people interested in football, and I always thought that football was a very important game, but I never realized until today just how important it is. Whether the Wonder Boys of White Hart Lane are or are not the team of the century can't possibly be more than a matter of opinion. Well, they're the finest team in Great Britain, and one of the best in the world. We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. The curve of the ball, the billow of the net, the beating of the trap and the picking of the lock, the swiftness of thought, the lightness of touch. We are Ginola, Greaves, Klinsman. We are the collective gasp the intake of breath, the flick, the trick, the 30-yard free kick. We are Hoddle, Mabbott and King. We are the lob, the chip, the dummy and the volley. We are the hat trick, the scissor kick. We are Bill Nick. That is schoolboy's own stuff. We are the outside of the boot, the inside of the net, and those seconds that last forever. Van der Vaart to level it up. Raphael van der Vaart, 2-2! It's quite a game, isn't it always? We are Jennings, Defoe and Perryman. Glory past, glory future. What was, what is, what's next? We are Blancheflower, Ardelis and Bale. We are about winning with a flourish. We are about winning with style. We are about the glory of the game. Daring to try, daring to risk, daring to dream. To dare is to do.